I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Welcome to Speak. So glad to have you here again. I'm Emmanuel Acho. That is NFL insider Dave Hellman to my left, the brilliant Joy Taylor, Philadelphia Eagles all-time rushing leader LaShawn Shady McCoy. Now, once again, this show, the DeMar Hamlin story, is near and dear to our heart. We have athletes, we have journalists, we have people that have covered the sport for a very long time. So we will lead the show in discussion with DeMar Hamlin. There is a very urgent and important update because we do have some positive news. The Bills gave an update on safety. DeMar Hamlin tweeting, Quote, he remains in the ICU in critical condition with signs of improvement, noted yesterday and overnight. He is expected to remain under intensive care and his health care team continues to monitor and treat him. The operative words there being signs of improvement. We will continue to cling to what is important right now and what is most important is his health and DeMar Hamlin's improvement. We will talk about other things today, but we would be remiss if we did not start on the most important sports matter. LaShawn McCoy, you played for the Buffalo Bills. You went to Pitt. DeMar Hamlin played for the Bills. DeMar Hamlin went to Pitt. He is your fraternity brother in more ways than one. What is your reaction to the latest news? Um, I'm excited. I'm happy. I'm happy that his breathing has increased, has has been better um, over time, and just it's improved. That's the biggest thing. And I love that, like, everybody's aware of this, right? Like, on different networks, you know, so much sports going on, but everybody's making this the, the, the main topic at hand, and that should be. I think um, D. Ham, his his health, um, you know, his 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 everything w- with him as far as getting better every day, showing improvement, signs of showing improvement, and all the support he's getting from Buffalo fans, from everybody, from us, from every network on TV. And I'm happy to see that that people are making this the the, the, the biggest issue at hand and making it the biggest thing. Yeah, it's absolutely the biggest issue to this show. It's the biggest issue <clears throat> in sports. It's the biggest issue to my heart right now. Joy Taylor, what is your reaction to the update? What's your reaction to the news? I mean, obviously, it's, it's exciting to hear that he is improving. It's, it's encouraging that he's improving. And, you know, this is going to be a process where we all have to be patient. We're not there. There's nothing we all can do but pray and continue to support him. And he's he's in great hands and they're doing everything that they can for him and he's fighting. And so to hear that he is improving and that it's getting better is obviously very, very encouraging. I'm sure it's encouraging for his family as well, because you want any kind of of good news in this situation. But what's also really amazing to see is just the continued support and reaction. We live in a very quick society. Stories get turned over very quickly and to see the continued support for his, uh, his toy drive, the number just continues to go up. It's still at the front of everyone's mind. It's still what everyone's talking about. So it's, I'm sure it's great for his family to be able to see that, you know, we haven't moved on and we're still, you know, speaking his name and continuing to send, send support to DeMar and his family. 
For obvious reasons, too. It, 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 of course, it, it's resonated on a level that I just don't think we've seen very often and in a very encouraging way. I mean, you talk about the toy drive. It was over six million, I think, when I checked it this morning. That's incredible. You're seeing, obviously, Shady, there's dozens of pit players in the NFL. You're seeing warm words coming out of every locker room in the league. Like, it's not just the Bills and it's not just the Bengals. It's everywhere. Every stadium in the league like we talked about social media you can do that with a couple buttons like they're changing their lights up to reflect this uh even in other leagues like you're seeing baseball teams do this uh and for me there's so many cool gestures like i think you could do a segment on all of them but one that really stood out to me this morning was uh demar's former teammate uh harrison phillips uh vikings d tackle former bills d tackle spent a few years yep. there well he, he paid for the, the food at the ICU for everybody there, from DeMar's family to his, his management team, the nurses and the doctors that are doing everything for them. Um, and obviously, I mean, they're former teammates, so of course you would, you would expect a gesture like that, or, or it's not surprising, but it's still really moving and very uplifting. And we're seeing stuff like that from, like I said, from every corner, definitely every corner of the NFL, but even corners of the sports world as well. Speaking of corners of the NFL, there's $6.6 million have been donated. But what's been so awesome to see, I've seen guys like Christian McCaffrey, Devontae Adams, Tom Brady, Russell and uh, Sierra Wilson, Drake London, Marcus Jones, Andrew Whitworth, several different cornerstones, foundational pieces of the National Football League, big name players, uh, chipping in to support him in this time. Once again, remember. I did, too. Oh. Yeah. Um, hyperbole has become reality right now. Like, we, it's hyperbole to say that you got to lay your life on the line in the National Football League. It is hyperbole to say that I'm going to war with my brother. It is typically hyperbole to say that I'm going to fight to the death with one of my brothers. But quite literally right now, DeMar Hamlin is in that fight for his life. Dave, as you were speaking, I was thinking, because Shady and I have talked at length about being the player, but... As a journalist, you spent 10 years inside of a locker room. On this show, at times, we get into trivial and fun conversations about Dak Prescott. And you clearly, you say that you owe Dak Prescott an award. You owe Dak Prescott a lot. Y'all formed, to some degree, a bond during your time in that locker room. Speak to me of the relationship between even beat writers and players inside that locker room, like a player like DeMar Hamlin and how tough that might be, even for the beat writers. We're focusing on athletes, focusing on loved ones, but talk to me even about Co-workers. Of course, and I mean, look, I mean, it's, uh, we don't spend as much time with football players as their teammates do, but, I mean, it's not a stretch to say, like, during a season, you see some of these guys more than you see your own family. Like, you're on the road all the time. You're in the locker room four days a week, like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, after the game. You tra like I said, you travel, you talk to these guys all the time. You, and in the case of players that spend a long time, like, you might spend a decade forming a relationship with a guy like that. And I think the challenge is to cover everybody the same, regardless of how good or, or non-existent or bad your relationship might be. Of course, like you can't develop an amazing relationship with all 70 players on a team every single year. But of course, it's human nature. You're going to resonate with some of these guys, whether maybe a guy just understands your job a little bit better or, or maybe you just hit it off for some other reason. You have similar hobbies. You'd be shocked to hear... Every year, I seek out the LSU players in the locker room. Just, you know, it, you are shocked to hear that. Yeah, I know, right? That's very surprising. I mean, like, you're looking for common ground, right? Like, hey, man, I, I, we went to the same school. We spent four years in the same town. We can relate on this level. And sometimes that leads to some great relationships. Sometimes it's just like, okay, cool. Like, no big deal. Or, or various other things. Like I said, hobby, like, you know, football players like to hunt. Football players 
I mean, they have all the same hobbies as other people. That's what we've been talking about all week. They're human beings. And so you spend enough time in the locker room, of course you're going to develop relationships. And it makes stuff like this <clears throat> poignant. It, it can make it challenging. Um, but it's, it's also really rewarding. And yeah, like some of the relationships that I've built with players over the years, I'm, I'm really proud of. And I, I pride myself on not letting that change my coverage. Uh, but the ability to do that, I think it makes you a better reporter. And um, it's, it's something that I try to keep in, mo- in mind in moments like this. Shady, clearly the Bills have a game this weekend. So let me ask you, right now, do you believe practice would be a great distraction? Or do you th- believe that practice meetings, uh, team meals, et cetera, might be a reminder? You've played for the Bills. You've been in that practice yeah. facility. You know those guys. They're your brothers. Educate the viewer on, like, what is practice going to be like, helpful or hurtful in these moments? So, and that's, that's a hard question to answer. Um, one thing about Sean McDermott, the head coach of the Bills, <clears throat> he's done a great job of, of creating this, this culture there where it's really like, like brothers and a brotherhood. And every locker, locker room has that. But over there, it's a lot different. Like, Defense and guys normally stay with the defense. Offense stays with the offense. But, you know, Tom, they'll get together. Well, in Buffalo, everybody's together. Um, and, I, and I think that everybody's hurt. People on TV that, that, that don't even know DeMar. So guys on the team definitely are hurt. And I think together they can help each other out. So maybe if it's practice, maybe if it's just in the locker room, lunch room, things where we can bond, we can talk. Because I'm, I, I'm hurting, dog. I'm hurting. And I know you're hurting. So how can we help each other out? And I think the best thing right now, um, is for the team to be together because family members won't understand. They're, 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 I'm sure they're there to have a shoulder for you to cry on, right? To be that crutch for you, but they're not in the same locker room. Like my teammate, your teammate was on the ground. Now he's fighting for his life. So I, I truly think that being there together will be good for them. Now, when the game happens, I don't know how that will be. You know, I'm, I'm hoping that, uh, that the football instincts as, as a football player kicks in. Maybe the warm up might be tough. Because D. Ham, like, we don't know his, his, his um, pregame routines. Yeah, yeah. He might get the guys riled up, might get them hyped, have words of encouragement. And so now you're looking for that. You're looking in his locker room, or in the locker room, you're looking at his locker, he's not there. So you miss that. I'm just hoping that once again on the field, it's second nature. Throw ball, catch, tuck, you know, run, hit. Them things we've been doing since you've been six years old, it kicks in. You know, and I hope that happens because you can't play this game hesitant. That's when guys get hurt. And I think when things are on your mind and you're kind of distracted, that's when other things happen. So hopefully, you know, my, my boys, man, can go out there and just play, you know, in the support of him. Like a lot of that stuff, as ballplayers, it's either bullets and board material or it's stuff motivational. I think it's something motivational. Like what would D-Han want us to do? Would he want us to, to, to be sad or go out there and fight in honor of his name? Yeah, fight so Things like fighting. that matter. Yeah. So we'll see. Absolutely. Well, Let's make sure that thoughts and prayers are more than just words. Make sure that they are action. We all say we are sending love, but love does. Love is an action word. So rather than just uh, superfluously talking about what you think and what you want to do, turn that love, turn those words into action because DeMar Hamlin definitely needs your help in these moments as he continues to fight victoriously for his life. More speak after this. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. 
Listen to the deal. Listen to the deal on Spotify. It is pretty simple for the Green Bay Packers. Win Sunday night and you're in the playoffs. Imagine that. After starting four and eight, the Packers have gotten red hot. Four straight wins and now they're four and a half point favorites if they beat the Detroit Lions with the entire world watching Sunday night, Aaron Rodgers shocks the world and surprises us all by turning his 3-6, and six, turn 4-18 and 18 into a playoff team. Now, get this. The Packers are sitting at 8-8. Eight and eight. So it's not as though they have some sort of glowing record, but nonetheless, their record is still good enough to potentially get them into the playoffs. But, Joy, are the Packers actually better than that 8-8 eight and eight record? No, they're not. Are the, did the Packers clinch yet? No. Joe, nope. Not yet, Joy. Okay. So they could still lose this weekend and be at home with the rest of us? No, they'd be, yeah. Yep. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers would have a seat right there. Well, that <laughs> would be, that would be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> We'd love to have you. Uh, if they miss the playoffs. Which is so on the board. <laughs> which is why they're not better than their record. Look, I don't want to be doom and gloom. They, they have a chance to make the playoffs. That's where you want to be at this point in the season. If you're like a, you know, rebuilding team, if you've got like an up-and-coming quarterback, you know, you're developing young quarterback. When you have a $50 million guy, first ballot Hall of Famer at the quarterback position, you don't want to be playing yourself into the playoffs at this point in the season. They had a bad season, and they have turned it around, mm-hmm. which is commendable. And if they get into the postseason – I will buy into it. They can they could run the table and go to the Super Bowl. Who knows? Anything can happen. We've seen crazier things. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know if that's actually statistical. <laughs> I'm just saying things. <laughs> Packers were four and eight before wins over the Bears, the Rams, and the Dolphins, who are currently on a five game losing streak. And the Vikings, mm-hmm. which was a unbelievable win. Oh, it was an unbelievable win. Uh, we all know we, we all have our opinion of the Vikings, yeah. but they, they have the best record out of that those win, teams. That win counts. Aaron Rodgers hasn't thrown multiple touchdown passes in any of their wins on this four-game winning streak. Uh, here's some quarterbacks that have a higher passer rating than Aaron Rodgers during this streak. Taylor Heineke, Andy Dalton, Baker Mayfield, and Brock Purdy. More passing yards than Rodgers over this four-game winning streak. Mike White in three games. Sam Darnold, Russell Wilson, Mac Jones. Now, we all can see, and obviously from those statistics, that they are winning games in a different way. Mm-hmm. So there is something to that. Now, where I'm with Shady is, okay, but if they shut the run game down, what are you going to do? Because it's not the same Aaron Rodgers that we've seen. Right. So I am... Very interested to see how this goes this weekend, and I am holding all my heat or all my praise until that moment. Mm. See, I think the Packers are significantly better than their 8-8 eight eight record. Ooh, significantly. Significant. Significantly. Significant. The teams that are undefeated since the start of December, the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Then things get dicey, obviously, because of the tragedy. The Bills, the Bengals, and the Green Bay Packers. If we assume Bills, Bengals, some team wins that game, it's the 49ers, the Packers, the Bills, or the 49ers, the Packers, and the Bengals. That's since the start of December. But what else I have to consider, Joy, Dave, Shady, is this. The Packers have beat the Cowboys. The Packers have beat the Dolphins. The Packers have beat the Vikings. If we were to start the playoffs right here, right now, the Niners are for sure better than the Packers. And that is where I would stop saying for sure better than the Packers. I wouldn't say the Giants are better than the Packers for sure. 
Definitely wouldn't say the Vikings are better than the Packers for sure. I wouldn't say the Giants are better than the Packers for sure. Now, we know the Eagles were better than the Packers by seven points, but the Eagles, as of the last lately, as of lately, haven't looked great, and we don't know where Jalen Hurts stands. So, the Cowboys, Dave, you wouldn't say they're better than the Packers for sure. So, if I'm really thinking about it, the Packers are arguably the third best team in the NFC if we do want to just assume the, the Eagles. Woo, child. Woo. Woo. Wait. Oh, my goodness. One, third. two, three. Yeah. In here. Why are you doing this? Niners. Wow. Eagles. And then I'm going to go with the Packers. You're, you, okay, at least you had the Eagles. Over. Yeah, I said okay. Niners, All right, okay. Eagles, yeah. okay. and then I'm going to go with the Packers. All right. Because well, are you, which one, do you want me the Commanders? No. You want to tell me the, the, the Lions? You're saying that they're, like, right now, they're better team, top to bottom, than the Cowboys? If I had to bet on the Cowboys or the Packers winning, I would bet on the Packers. In the, okay, so you're saying in a playoff game. Yeah. Yeah, okay. because that's where we are now. Like, this is the fun of the season. No, no, that's not, that's where, not we where we are now. Because they're not in the They're not in. Yeah. Here I'm saying, yeah. though. Like, we're no longer in week eight. We're not in week three. We're not in week four. We are in win- We're in a playoff game because it's winning, you're in. That's what the playoffs okay, is, sudden death. But, so, what, if, but what, if, what if they don't win, though? Then that's, that's the playoffs. We're done you're talking out. about them. Who's the down? For the four-game winning streak, it's been the, the Dolphins. Dolphins, Bears, Rams. Bears, Rams. Who's the last one? Vikings. Uh, the, the Vikings I, I, and I, Dolphins are solid wins. No, no, not the Dolphins. No, it's not. I mean, Yo, they played hold, the game. Hold, 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 hold up. They gave that game away. They, the Dolphins. They, I mean, sure, okay. they took but, but so now when we look back at it, my man had a concussion. Sure, but if he would have left the game, we know Teddy Bridgewater wouldn't have beat but him. But you wouldn't have gave them turnovers over though. You wouldn't have gave them three picks back after uh, one after another. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That a, doesn't happen. You beat a team that had a winning record at the time. Listen, this, 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 this is what I will say. Please say it. The Vikings, I respect that win. Yeah. Divisional game, that should have been closer. It wasn't. I respect that win. I don't respect the Dolphins win. That should that was a loss. Okay. You beat the Bears. The Bears quarterback. That was a loss. The Bears quarterback. That was a, no, 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 this no, no. Game had How is a win a loss? LaShawn McCoy <laughs> has explained to me. I, I went to a lot of schooling. How is a win a loss? They gave him that game. They gave him that they game. They had to take it. Okay. They won them two games. Thank you. The, the, the Bears quarterback last game <laughs> put on seventy-two yards. So they anybody can beat the Bears. Sure, I agree with that. The Rams. I won't even talk about the Rams. This is what I will say about the Packers. I'm going to be honest, right? Their record, they are who they are. They are who they thought we were. <laughs> My thing with them is, like, they look different, and I respect that. Our, our $50 million quarterback is not playing like that. Mm-hmm. We can't really throw the ball that well. He only had 15 passes last game, mm-hmm. right? So they ran the ball. The defense is playing well. Playing great. Team's playing great, special teams. But less, this, the problem is, the problem. when you can't just get up there and run the ball on every team, that's the NFL, mm-hmm. that's the playoffs, then what? You can't really throw the ball. We've seen how that looked the whole year. But you, a year with Aaron Rodgers never has, hasn't had over 300 yards. But you realize, Shady, you're, y'all, y'all's then what? Shady and Joy, you're... No, no, no. no, I'm, no, no I'm not saying it's not, a, it's not a then what. It's just basically what happens in football. But I'm saying like... In the playoffs. Here's, here's the fear that I'm hearing from this table. If y'all stop the run... Y'all have to give the ball well, we to Aaron Rodgers. there are certain – Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's, a great, that's a great problem to have. Normally, See? Not in 2022. Normally it is. Or normally 2023 it is. now. And, I, and I'll put some respect on the fact that it is still Aaron Rodgers. I'll, I'll sit with that anxiety that it's still Aaron Rodgers. But we ain't seen that Aaron Rodgers all year. And he's not getting, like, new receivers. Sure, sure. Or he's not playing, like, better. They, you can say yeah. that the Packers have to win a certain way in order to win. Yeah, I would. I would say it. That's this, what we're saying. Right. There's a formula. We're just saying what it is. That's fair. But at this junction in time, if we're being real, outside of a completely healthy Eagles team and a Kansas City Chiefs team, I would submit that if you stop this, then there are issues for most teams in ball. 
Like, I would say uh, the outside nah. of the Eagles. The Eagles what, about the, what, about the, what about the Bills? They always struggle to, the, uh, to run the ball, and Josh gets it done. If Josh turns the ball over, and, they, what? and we've seen games uh, where they, talk, Bills, and they still win, though. The, we've seen games that he's turned on, they still the win Bengals, the game. That's game didn't look great. The Bengals. Wait, wait, wait. Where are we over here, anyway? How do we get to the AFC? Wait, well, well I'm saying yeah. that if, if, you, if you stop the run, then Aaron Rodgers has the ball. That, to me, seems like a great problem to have. But, Dave, we what, haven't heard your what thoughts. Tells okay, you that? Here's the thing. I, much like Joy's dilemma with the, the Dolphins, I am a scarred Cowboys, I hesitate with fan, but follower. I've watched Aaron Rodgers destroy the Cowboys' hopes and dreams too many times to just write it off. But that's not what we've seen from the Packers. Like Mm-mm. even when we the, saw it this year, when they beat the Cowboys, yeah, w- with Aaron Rodgers throwing like 14 passes that's that day. But doesn't they were very yeah yes because like I agree like there is a formula here. There's a formula and it relies on a running the ball. Rodgers playing a clean game, which he is obviously amazing at doing, and the defense playing well. That's just a lot of boxes to check and quietly. I'm going to sound so stupid. I'm going to sound so stupid because of how good the Packers' defense looked against Minnesota. But I think a big part of the reason the Packers are in this boat in the first place is their defense hasn't been as advertised. They were awful against the run for a lot of the year. Agreed. I mean, they gave up 400 rushing yards to the Eagles not that long ago. So clearly, they obviously have the talent, right? Because they completely shut down Minnesota's defense. But again, it's been inconsistent. Like, you look at, and look, I get there. Two things can be true, and it's hard to wrap your head around sometimes. You can be a different team in December and January than you were in September. That's absolutely true. At yep. the same time, all of these games count. That's mm-hmm. why you got the numbers next to your name. That's why the, the eight and eight are there. And we've seen the inconsistency. They win back to back games against Tampa Bay and New England. You're like, oh, the, the Packers are coming. They're back on track. Then they lose five in a row. Then they look amazing beating Dallas at Lambeau. And just, we did this whole song and dance when that game happened. We were like, here come the Packers. And then they got their butts kicked by the Titans. And obviously we know what happened against Philadelphia. So they have won the games. I give them credit for that. But it is a testament to how inconsistent they've been that they've won four in a row in the home stretch, and they're not even in the playoffs yet. So I don't think you can say they're better than their record says they are. Here's what's confusing to me. In route to the 49ers going to the Super Bowl in 2019, Shady, you talk about it all the time, how limited they had to pass the ball. Yeah. But they still got to a Super Bowl. You win however you need to win. Y'all have talked about this, I believe, last week's show. Y'all, the Packers are finding a way to win regardless. It might have been Monday's show. Okay. So how are we now criticizing the way in which the Packers are winning? Like, well, for, it takes something to win regardless. Yeah, well, Defense is playing great. Well, I'm, I'm confused because that defense, you talking about the 49er defense? That 2019. That, that's, not, that's not the same. No, no, it's not at all. Not all right, at all. So, so come on. So normally how it works, right? You got one that's more dominant than the other one. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs, we were way more dominant on offense than we were on defense. Mm-hmm. The 49ers were way, way more dominant on defense than they are on offense. So with the, with, with the, with the Packers, yes, sir. it's the same thing, but that defense ain't as dominant. No, it's they not. had a couple good games on record, right? Mm-hmm. That's why they're 8-8. Regular uh, uh, offense. Regular defense. They put some games together with the defense, and they, and they beat some bad teams, and then the Dolphins gave them some game. They gave them the game. Shady has you the truth. personalized this, though, because you more than anybody can talk about this on television. The year y'all won the Super Bowl, okay. y'all were 7-5. and five. You finished the season 11-5. and five. Okay. You finished the NFL year as Super Bowl champs. You won your last eight games. Yeah. The Packers have won four straight. For them to win a Super Bowl, which is far-fetched, well, but it would have been far-fetched y'all's first year, they would have to win okay. eight or nine straight so games. I, You've been in this situation. Yeah, but I think this is different. For one, our our GOAT quarterback was playing like a GOAT quarterback, mm-hmm. right? 
We had top-tier wide receivers. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and the backups was, was, was A.B. Uh, a. Come on, this is A.B. He was balling, right? And then we had Gronk. Listen, I get his TV, but don't, don't do that. Don't play like that. <laughs> A-Rod this year is nowhere near Tom Brady. Oh, and that championship run. And then the defense was way better. A-Rod's nowhere near Tom Brady, or is the talent around him nowhere near? Does it matter? It don't matter. It don't matter. That don't matter. What did you say? The office is balling. How much do you get paid? Click. Here's here's why it does matter, though. It doesn't matter. But here's why, because what has Tom Brady done this year in three games that we've all seen? At the end of the game, leave the legacy stuff alone. We're talking about your comparison. What are the Packers going to do to upgrade the talent right now? No, I'm saying why does it matter? Because... Playoff games, as we know, come down to one or two possessions, like all NFL games. Right. If Aaron Rodgers has the ball at the end of the game, yeah. y'all are telling me that that does not matter? No, it does matter. No, no, it I'm don't matter. It doesn't matter yet because they're not even in the playoffs <laughs> yet. And the question is, are they better than their record? We know what we have watched and what we can see from the statistics of what this offense is doing. Mm-hmm. They're winning now because finally they're running the ball first which is what they should have been doing probably all season long because Aaron Rodgers was taking some time off during the offseason mm-hmm. instead of working out with his young Hello. receivers. Tommy which, don't do that. Which he's allowed to do. That's his choice. But every choice in life has consequences. It does. And the consequences for that were he didn't have any relationships and he struggled to connect with them early. That's starting to get going. That's encouraging. But when you're comparing what happened with Shady in their championship year, we got to look at the talent yeah. and we got to look at how – Brady was playing, and we know he didn't have a problem connecting with receivers. It was adjustments on the whole offense. So, so when we're going, talking about if they make the postseason. Joy. What? I, I don't want to cut you off, but just, no, just know this, though, right? The playoff talk. Aaron Rodgers is one and four in last playoff appearances. Well, yeah, one, we, one, we, one we didn't, and three. We didn't want to get to One and three, my bad. Shady, one and three. We didn't get to that yet, but. I just want to point this out. He's getting it right, He's getting there. I got something I'm here. Too. I'm here. You realize, if they, get, let's, if they beat the Lions and get in, they'll be the seventh seed. You realize the overwhelming likelihood of who they play. The 49ers. Then they'll be one and four again. get it. History repeats itself. One and three, one and four. Well, let's talk about a team that is actually in the playoffs. Coming up, the Eagles. They have a lot on the line this weekend. Y'all realize the Eagles could either be the one seed and have a buy or in a loss they could be the yeah. five seed he's and back to tampa bay jalen hurts will he be clear to play what should they will do he? that's next there you go put that one on let's get to it hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. The Eagles, they have lost back-to-back games in relatively shocking fashion. But remember, they lost those games without their star quarterback, that man on your screen, Jalen Hurts. First, it was the Dallas Cowboys lost. Then they lost to the Saints. But Jalen Hurts, he practiced at the walkthrough today. Reports say he ran with the first-team offense during the walkthrough as well. Another step closer to Hurts being able to play. You can hear like a resounding clap. Yeah! Our set. Shady McCoy, Eagles all-time rushing leader. I know you're excited about this news. Should the Eagles play What'd you say? You're in the Eagles locker room. He's practicing. Okay, bet, bet, bet. You know what that meant. That you was the call. Bye. You didn't say bye. I can't say bye. I'm too excited. Listen. <laughs> you I always, don't even know the question. I love to say this. 
It's about my birds. Go ahead. Go ahead. Ask. Come on. <laughs> should the Eagles play Jalen Hurts? Yes, <laughs> yes, they should. Look, listen, Acho. Sources close. A close <laughs> source told me that he's playing. I always want to say that. That's like my thing. I see it on ESPN and like and, and Fox all the time. Like, anyway. <laughs> yes, they should play him. Why not? Why shouldn't they play him? Since he hasn't played, we've lost games. This is an important game right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's for the number one seed. And everybody knows this. The number one seed is so important just because simple reasons like this. When I was in the, well, not the bubble, but we was in the, um, the COVID and it was like no, no fans there. When I was with the Bucks, we had that whole playoff stretch, right? We're all away games. People don't know that. It was all away games. And we won all the games, Super Bowl, obviously, bling, bling, bling. The problem was for the home team, it wasn't a home game. Right. right? So if the clock is running down, right, it's three seconds on the play clock, and Brady has to make an adjustment or, or you know, or, or, or alert to the wide receiver, they're blitzing, you can say it. You know, he's hot, he's hot, et cetera, et cetera. Play, you know, or X out, something like that, whatever, whatever the play may be. You can, you can tell him that without burning a timeout, without, you know, hitting it to get the ball out. Now, when you come to Philadelphia, you come to the link, it's going to be loud. They're going to be rocking. They're going to be drinking. They're going to be partying. And depending on who it is, it's going to be cold out there. And everybody likes to play in the cold. They like to play in the cold. You bring them boys from Dallas up there in the cold, they're going to be freezing, ready to quit. So, yes, Jalen Hurts is playing this week for first seed. I think I've got a flag coming. Bring that flag. Bring the flag. Bring that flag, flag, baby. Bring that flag. Don't, yeah. hey, don't, don't keep me waiting now. Don't keep me waiting now. Yeah. Bring it over here. I'm sorry to take over the segment. Bring it over here, please. Can they see me? Yeah, let, let me say something right here. No, look, Jalen Hurts, they said his shoulder's better. Can we just keep right? the flag on set? He going to put that one on. He going to be out there. We going to get a W, get the first seed, playoffs in Philadelphia. You never been to Philadelphia when it's playoff time. It's going to be cracking. I'm going to be there. Kevin Hart's going to be there. Mick Mills is going to be there. We're going to get that thing turned up. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> My bad. My bad. We got to get good. the They told me Jalen's back, Saturday baby. <laughs> You're good. Saturday Sorry about that. For Shady. Uh, it's my flag. I miss my flag. I miss him and I miss we, my we flag. We can leave the flag there. I'm sure we'll need it again. Joy, should the Eagles play Jalen Hurts have cleared? Yeah, of course. This, this game matters. This isn't – obviously they've clinched and we know that they're going to be in the playoffs. But to we'll have, a, to have a, a, an injury situation, not just with Jalen Hurts, but around their team, the way it is, they've been getting banged up towards the end of the season. So to have all their games at home and to have a week off would be huge. Like, this is a, this is a game that should matter. And if he's capable of playing, I think you should play him because you're going to have the bye if you win. You, wanna, you don't want him another week from not seeing the field coming out right into the playoffs. He doesn't have a lot of playoff experience. That is just a fact. That's true. So to have him be out there on the field – get, you know, whatever nerves out, start to feel good. You know, when you have an injury, you got to test it out a little bit and see how you feel when it's, when it's live. Yeah, it's like, all right, right, we're not going to go that far. You got to test it out a little bit. So I, I think it's very important. And you, you mentioned Shady because I, I think it's important to remind everyone. They lost. They lost those games because they didn't have Jalen Hurts on the field. You can say whatever you want about anybody can step in this offense and do whatever they want. He ain't really the MVP. He's not that important. He's not that good. All right, well, they lost two. They had 29.4 yards per game with him, 22 without. Rushing yards per game, 158 down to 77. Mm. And the turnover margin was plus 12 to minus three. That's half. Ha, ha, Eddie. Not good. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts. He should be a break glass if needed player. I do not. 
urgently believe that Jalen Hurts should play in this game. Now, I urgently believe the Eagles need to win this game. But if you are telling me that the Eagles starters cannot beat the Giants or the Giants backups, we have a bigger problem at hand. Jason Kelsey said postgame, I don't care about playoff seeding. We got more bleat to handle. Jalen Hurts should be a break glass if needed player. The Eagles can beat anybody, anywhere, at any time with a healthy Jalen Hurts. Period. Anybody, anywhere, anytime with a healthy Jalen Hurts. But they can lose to anybody, anywhere, anytime with an injured Jalen Hurts or an absent Jalen Hurts. So what is more important to me than a one seed is a healthy Jalen Hurts. Because what is a one seed without Jalen Hurts? What is a one seed with an injured Jalen Hurts? And what is a five seed with Jalen Hurts? A long break, I understand that, and I respect that, Joy. But the Eagles started this season coming off a 200-day break and won eight straight games. Regular season, it was not the playoffs. But I'm not worried about Jalen Hurts' maturation. I'm more worried about Jalen Hurts' health. LaShawn McCoy, give me Jalen Hurts closer to 100% as opposed to a more injured Jalen Hurts and an easier path to the playoffs. Eagles, I ain't worried about them going to Tampa. Yeah. <clears throat> I ain't worried about the Eagles going to Levi Stadium. Any more worried than I am the Eagles having to play the 49ers? Levi Stadium ain't hard to play. We played there together in 2014. So I want Jalen Hurts fully healthy more than I want a one seed. But again, the Giants starters are Eagles backups. And that's how I'll end this conversation with my take. Andrew Thomas, <laughs> Dexter Lawrence, Saquon Barkley. Those three players, as starters for the Giants, could start for the Eagles. Anybody else on the New York Giants as a starter would be an Eagles backup. So if the Giants starters are Eagles backups, then the Giants backups, what are they to the Eagles? The third team? Come on, man. You have bigger issues at hand. Jalen Hurts, break glass only if needed. And you shouldn't need him, Dave Hellman. We've already seen, that, this, that, that sounds good, though. It sounds great. All right, but it sounds good. <laughs> We've already seen this wonderful Eagles team and what it looks like without Jalen Hurts, especially against the Saints. What? We're not even having this conversation if these guys can beat a bum Saints team. Like, that's a bad team. Ten points. Bad team. Ten points. Bad team. That, we're not even doing this. We're sitting here. We, 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 we wouldn't have to have this argument if the Eagles without Jalen Hurts could have taken care of business against the Saints. And they didn't because this is the NFL. And I agree with you. The Giants are not an amazing team. They're still an NFL team. The big – the – the variable, obviously, is how hard the Giants even want to go because they don't have a whole lot to play for. They're locked into the sixth seed. It gets dicey there, but if Jalen Hurts is healthy, and I want to preface that. Like, let's, let's not force this guy into a game if he's not completely healthy, but if he's participating in the walkthrough on a Wednesday, that is typically a very, very good sign for his availability. Like, he wouldn't be practicing. It gets dicey when a guy's not practicing until Friday or Saturday, right? But on Wednesday... Three weeks removed from the injury, oh, weeks, yeah, yeah. I would say you're pretty healthy. And think about this game is so enormous for so many reasons. Mm -hmm. Like You're talking about the difference. If you win this game, you only have to win two playoff games. That's a whole extra game. That matters. And, and, and like you can make all the jokes you want about, you know, oh, I'm not worried about Tampa. Team, like wild card teams do this all the time. Tampa made a run as a wild card team. The Green Bay team, we just had an argument about, won their Super Bowl as a wild card team. The Seahawks in 2011 had a losing record and won a game against a much better Saints team as a wild card team. Like, weird stuff happens in football. Weird stuff happens in the playoffs. The fewer games you have to play, the better off you are. 
So go beat the Giants and not even have to worry about that stuff. And you get an extra week to be healthy instead of having guys in the training room on Monday, practicing on Wednesday to go to Tampa on Saturday. You don't, you don't want those problems if you don't have to have them. And a bigger thing is this. So, first of all, Jalen Hurts right now is going to be healthier than he'll ever be, mm-hmm. right? Because even before the injury, he was banged up. It's football. He started the whole year. So you're, you're, nobody's going to be 100%. Sure. But I think that if he can go out there now, I'm sure he'll be 80 90%. Okay, and then the, the bye week is so important because it's not all Jalen Hurts. Now, he is the key to make this thing go. But Lane Johnson, he might need an extra week to get healthy. We got other guys that's banged up for playing a whole season. So now, not only does Jalen Hurts and Lane Johnson get, get some, some help and some, some um, um, rest. Get, get some rest and get healthy, what about all the other players on the team? This is, this is a team thing, man. You bring up a good point, Joy. The point that he brings up, and this is the elephant in the room, Lane Johnson, the best right tackle in the game. Some would argue he needs the rest. best tackle in the game. He absolutely does. But as everybody was watching that Eagles game last week, the backup right tackle gave up two sacks. The first sack on the, of the game came on the right side. Shady, you know pass protection greater than I do. Uh, Miles no, Sanders no, has to cross protection, yeah, go that. to the right side, misses a, misses a block on number 55 for the Saints sack. Yeah. Without Lane Johnson, the Eagles allowed the most sacks they've had all season. That's true. In large part because of Gardner Minshew as well. Jalen Hurts is more uh, elusive. But does it not bother you, Joy, that if you do bring Jalen Hurts out there, you're bringing him out there without his best offensive lineman, and Jalen Hurts has a contact injury? But here's, here's the problem. If he's playing, then he's healthy enough to play. Mm-hmm. The Eagles are not going to force him out there to win this game. They know it's more important to have a, J- a healthy Jalen Hurts in the playoffs. So they're not forcing him out there. If he's practicing right now and he's, he's going to play on Sunday, it's because he's ready to play. So if he's ready to play, he should be playing in this game. Because if you're worried about health, why would you want to play an additional game on the road? Like, there, there's, you can balance this either way you want to. He, he can, they can get the bye and, and risk a little bit of, of Jalen Hurts' health to get everybody else healthy and give Jalen Hurts some rest after the game. Or you can lose this game, and now everybody's got to play right away, and how does that help Jalen Hurts? I and guess everyone else that's injured. Here is my issue, and Shady, you can speak to this. We were at different, different levels in our time in Philly. But there is a difference between being available, being cleared, and being healthy. And that is why I have such an issue with playing Jalen Hurts. I was cleared in a very important game for the Philadelphia Eagles against the Dallas Cowboys Thanksgiving Day 2013. You were there. You were there. I was there. We was all there. Player of the game. Player of the game. LaShawn McCoy. He's a beast. Always has been. I was upstairs. Always will be. I got cleared in that game. I tore my groin on Sunday night against the Tennessee Titans. We played Tennessee at the link earlier. Tear my groin. I went through walkthrough the next day. Second degree tear. Ripped it off the bone. Boom. I play, I get cleared to play on Thursday against the Eagles. Because what's the process of getting cleared? Backpedal, break, backpedal, T-step. Howie, was, my fire. Howie Rowe, no, everybody there. Howie's there, owner's there, linebacker coaches there, defensive coordinators there. You get cleared. But just because you get cleared doesn't mean you are healthy enough to play. Because Jalen Hurts, the process of him getting cleared doesn't include getting hit. Yes, but so, like, let's, let's, let's assume Philadelphia and the people there and the training staff. Same trainers. Staff. Same trainers. Same trainers. And Jalen and Sirianni and everyone around Jalen know what's at stake here. But they do. But just because you know what's at stake, in my mind, in my experience, in your experience, based on covering sports for the last 15 years, you know mistakes will – not even mistakes. I won't call it a mistake. People will still run risk because they know what is at stake. 
LaShawn McCoy. Sorry, my bad, my fault. But <laughs> what's more at stake is that what he's a, healthy a, for the playoffs. So they're, not going to, they're not going to risk that. Or a groin. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, uh, um, an AC That's joint. That's a bigger deal. Hold on. No, an no. AC joint to a tear groin? Grade two? No, it's not. You know that. Listen, his shoulders hurt, so I don't want to say it's not hurt. He's a quarterback. But an AC joint, like three, to, three weeks. An AC. I've had two. Ooh. I've had two, right? And I still played. Right? I'm not a quarterback, so I'm not throwing, and, and I'm probably a little more, you know, I'm a, learner, I'm a running back, so it's different. But three weeks to get that hill, you'll be, you be okay. You see he's practicing with the ones. You heard the call. He's walking you, heard, you heard what the he's source said. The close source the said. Source. The close source said he's practicing with the ones, ready to roll. I guess the only thing I'm saying is where do I want to place Jalen Hurts' bye week? That's what Jalen Hurts to me is more important than any other player on this team. We can all unanimously agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm simply saying I'd rather place Jalen Hurts' bye week here a week sooner than placing Jalen Hurts by week there also, a week later. also, if you place it here, then he's not going to have played football for the last three games. That's so he's too. coming back in. Completely, be there. Yeah. He's, he's going to be rusty. If the Eagles do things the way they're capable of, they can have their cake and eat it too. They beat the Giants. Elaborate. They beat yes. the Giants 48-24 to last time they did this, not that long ago. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. If Jalen Hurts... Goes out there and handles business. He can put a ball cap on for the fourth quarter. But wouldn't you still say, get his reps? Maybe halftime. Still get the one seed. We all say if the Eagles do things the way they're capable of, they should not need Jalen Hurts to we, win this. We, we, God, damn, we, didn't win. we can't run the ball. The we didn't win. Valuable player, mm-hmm. and everything on that offense goes through Jalen Hurts. Yep. You can't win with just defense. Even the 49ers don't win just with their defense. But isn't that a shame? To me, this is a bigger what's, conversation, what's, Shady. What's the shame? To me, it's a shame on Nick Sirianni. If you're telling me. You're telling me this with Devontae Smith, okay. with A.J. Brown, 2,000-yard right. receivers, right. with Miles Sanders, third leading yards from scrimmage from the running back position, with Dallas Goddard, with Jason Kelsey, okay. with Jordan Mailata, yeah. with uh, Dickerson, Dickerson, with, C- uh, with Darius Slay, with Hargrave, with Reddick, with, 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 with Graham, with okay. all those okay. people, go, 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 yeah. you cannot beat the backup New York Giants we got bigger issues, big dog. We got way this, this, bigger this issues. This is what I will say. Way bigger issues. He's not out there playing, though. Right? The defense did their part. A lot of that had to do with our backup quarterback. I'm just being honest. Throwing picks. Pick six. It's hard to win games. You throwing pick six. It's hard to do. I'll tell you this, though. Jalen Hurts comes back. We're going to run that ball. So now we know that he's, his, his shoulder may be sore and hurt. We're going to run this ball. And you know when he's there how we run the ball. That's real. That's real. I cannot wait to watch this game, and I can't wait to see if Jalen Hurts plays or not. Coming up, one of the biggest names in all of sports, Jim Harbaugh. That's a legendary football name. Should he head back to the NFL? Come now we're on back, baby. What he missed. has done in Michigan. This is one of the biggest coaching names of the last two decades. Many are saying he's considering an NFL move. Broncos' job will be open, as will the Colts. We'll see what Harbaugh should do next on Speed. Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh could be coming back to the NFL, legendary coach, both in the NFL and in college. Our own Bruce Feldman reported that sources close to Michigan say Harbaugh might do it. Now, there's a quote, it's a done deal if he's offered a job. The Panthers owner had a conversation with Harbaugh and the Broncos are, quote, doing their homework on him as well. Now, for context, Jim Harbaugh. Been at Michigan for several years now, but the last two years, Jim Harbaugh's beat Ohio State, two historic college football programs. Harbaugh went to Super Bowl with the Niners. Colin Kaepernick went to a couple NFC championships. Colin Kaepernick, Alex Smith were his quarterbacks during that tenure. Dave Hellman, should Harbaugh consider a return to the NFL? I say this as a huge, huge college football fan. Y'all know that. He would be crazy not to. Newsflash, for anybody that doesn't know, 
Coaching in the NFL is easier, in my opinion, <laughs> than coaching college football. I'm not talking about the level of football. Obviously, it's a step up. It's several steps up. But in terms of what you are required to do, not to mention the expectations. Think about that. Like, we're talking about this because Michigan just lost in the semifinals of the college football playoff for the second straight year. That's heartbreaking and disappointing in college football. Like, this is a season that nobody will remember fondly in Ann Arbor <laughs> because they went 13-1 and and lost to TCU the year before they lost to Georgia. Like, this is, this is dark times. I know this as an LSU fanatic. Like, if, you, if you're a good team and you don't get to the mountaintop, there's, there's nothing else. You, and on, you said something that sounds crazy. I need you to break it down for the viewer real quick. Because you said coaching in college is easier than it is in the NFL, but you didn't explain why. No, 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 no. no. Coaching, it, in, the coaching in, the in the NFL is easier. Is easier. That sounds crazy Here's on paper. Why. why. And I'll tell you why. If you don't know, in the NFL, you lose your playoff game. You book your flight to Turks and Caicos. You lick your wounds. You kind of disappear for a month. You come back around. You get in touch with the support staff and the scouting guys. You're like, all right, who are the prospects? What do you do in college football? You know, Acho. You know the answer. <laughs> Straight to recruiting. Two days later, you are in Macon, Georgia, talking to four stars, glad-handing with people, developing relationships. Hey, you want to come to Michigan? You say, like, you know, we, we got a spot for you. This is two days later. I, I started my career as a recruiting writer. That's how I started in journalism. Signing day, that's when, you know, you get your signatures and the guys join and, and you're all excited about it. So I go through my first signing day. And me as a writer, I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm so glad that's over. I've got a break. I can chill. We're done with this madness for a little while. My editor calls me. Hey, junior campus on Saturday. You're going to be there, right? It's 8 to 8. The best juniors from next year's class are going to be on campus. The coaching staff's going to roll out the red carpet for them. You know, so-and-so is going to be there. It was honest. It was probably some guy that's playing in the NFL. That's how old I am. <laughs> They're like, you got to be there, and it's all day. And that is the life of an NFL coach. You're recruiting during the season. A college coach. I'm sorry. Yeah, so thank you. College coach. You're recruiting during the season. You're recruiting right after the season. You're recruiting throughout the offseason. And if you slip, by the way, in the world where you know Bama's going to get 15 five-stars and Clemson's <laughs> going to get a bunch of them and Georgia's up there, in a world where that's happening, you slip one year, you're out. You're not getting back to the playoff. Absolutely not. Doesn't that sound exhausting to you? Absolutely. Like in the NFL, of course, it's hard to win the games, but that's all you have to worry about. You got a scouting staff that's going to bring you the players. You got like, like you don't have to convince anybody to come play for the Denver Broncos. You just call, you say, hey, you want some money to play for the Broncos? It's cool. That's it. I, no, no way. Like it's a higher level of football, but the culture of coaching in college is exhausting. I don't know how anybody does it. If I was Jim Harbaugh, I certainly wouldn't. If Harbaugh was listening to that at all, his decision has been made. <laughs> um, Joy, where do you stand? Should Harbaugh consider that NFL move? Yeah, of course. And you didn't even mention you got to re-recruit your own players. because Now in the, the era of the portal, yeah. Portal. So you're not even just recruiting players to come play for you. you got to make sure the players you already recruited <laughs> want to come back again right. next year. I know you didn't get enough touches, but please don't leave. Yeah, don't leave. Because oh, we gosh. have a plan for you this year that you got to trust. That at any moment I could change, and then you were going to tell another player to leave. By the way, all of Harbaugh's rival coaches are calling his recruits right now like, hey, man, he's flirting with the NFL. You sure you, you, sure you don't want to come to Iowa? You oh, sure yeah. about that? Yeah. yeah. And oh, we no, haven't man. even talked about the NIL, which I know all these coaches love. But that's really the reason why I think he should leave. Because I know everyone, uh, not everyone, but a lot of people are very freaked out by the NIL and it's the Wild West and it's going to change college football forever. I think it is going to change college football forever. I think you've already seen it and, and, and the repercussions of it this year. Because what it has done 
has, has in a lot of ways solved the biggest problem that college football had, which is that there's no parity. We see the same teams every single year. There's no one that any, no other teams even have a chance to recruit any of these guys. That has, in a lot of ways, changed. It's leveled the playing field. Now some of these smaller schools, different organizations and programs, can get the, this talent because they have the opportunity to right. offer them NIL money. So that's changed it as well. This is a nice time to leave, too, because you're not quite at the top, but it's not a disaster. You're not leaving them in destitute. So there is, there is some element of, it, of that as well. If you lose one game in college football, it's a failure. Mm-hmm. One game. You, if you don't lose a game in the NFL, we're worried about you. Have you been battle tested? <laughs> when, you, when you get to the playoffs, like, are you going to expect there's going to be so much pressure? It's a bad thing. Yeah, like, well, you need to lose a couple yeah, more times. about the Eagles. So what are we going to do when they lose their first game? Is it going to be towards the end of the season? Are they going to panic? It's a bad thing. To, to go that long without a loss in the NFL. And, he, and more importantly, when we talk about college coaches making the jump to the NFL, there is always the question of if they're going to be able to coach in that level. We already know Harbaugh can do that. He, he did a, a great job at the NFL level. It was a matter of things within the, in the front office in San Francisco, and there's some relationships, and look, Harbaugh might, might rub people the wrong way from time to time, but if he goes to the right situation, I mean, he's 44-19 as an NFL coach. Two five. Where you stand on Jim on Jim Harbaugh? Yeah, I go. <laughs> go get the big bucks, brother. <laughs> no, I, I'm being serious, but he should leave, man. I, I think it was cool to to do the college thing, right? He went to Michigan, um, and that put that in the bucket list. Beep. Now that's done. Goes back to the NFL. I think that's where his real roots are at. Frank Gore is one of my best friends, and uh, I remember from 2011 to like 14, he raved and praised Harbaugh. He's this, he's that. The players love him. Now, granted, he has some issues in the front office, but the players love him. And I think one thing about Harbaugh, he can win games. He's going he's gonna to do a great job of getting defense. That defense he had over there at 49ers, they, they were for real. Like, for real, for real. You get them, um, and then he's going to run the ball. So some of these teams he's talking about going to, the Broncos, they run the ball well. Carolina, they run the ball extremely well. So I think he has a, a, a better fit for the NFL. I mean, and then the quarterback. The, probably the hardest thing is finding a quarterback. If you want the, the Panthers, you got to find a quarterback. But if you look at the numbers, I mean, he won with Kaepernick and he won with Alex Smith. Alex Smith. He won with anybody. So I think the NFL would be great for him. Denver Broncos, they have a quarterback, but they don't necessarily have a coach. The Colts, they have no quarterback, but Jim Harbaugh is a former quarterback for oh, the there Colts. there you go. That's right. Where, Dave Hellman, mm. do you think is a better potential situation, the Colts who need a head coach or the Broncos who too need a head coach? You know, I, th- I think, and Joy mentioned this, like we know – why Harbaugh left San Francisco in the first place. There was a little bit of a power struggle there with the GM. I wonder, it it all hinges on Russell Wilson, obviously, but we already heard that Bronco's new ownership group said, like, the coach would report to us. Like, you don't have to worry about getting entangled with the general manager. I wonder if that would raise Harbaugh's interest level. Like, okay, like, if I've got some job security, I'm not squabbling on the, on the ladder of command in the, in the Broncos organization. I think that could be really interesting. And obviously his background is in offense. He knows a thing or two about quarterback play. Maybe he thinks he could help Russell Wilson. So I, I said this when, when the Broncos job came open. Even with Russell Wilson being bad, I'm intrigued by that job because I think the right coach could make him pl- or help him play better. 
and they have a better roster than most teams that are firing their head coach. So I, I lean Denver for sure. It will be fascinating. Harbaugh, one of the biggest names in sports. Whenever a huge football name is on the move, you better be watching it. Coming up, Kyle Shanahan has the 49ers rolling right now, 9-0. Brock Purdy is still the starting quarterback for the last several weeks. But is the NFC the 49ers to lose? That is next on Speak. Well, the 49ers, they are the hottest team in the NFL right now. Nine straight wins. A lot of tension. Tension, however, is on quarterback Brock Purdy. Remember, he was taken last in the NFL draft. He was asked if he thinks the Super Bowl is within reach. And he said, quote, no doubt. That's the mindset right Ooh. now. I love to see it. I love to see it. I have the 49ers in the Super Bowl. <laughs> and here they are, Shady. Nine straight Wins. Brock Purdy, no drop-off from Jimmy G. Jimmy G, an improvement from Trey Lance. Kyle Shanahan doing what Kyle Shanahan has always done. I believe it is the San Francisco 49ers and then everybody else. <laughs> That's where I'm at now. Unfortunately, put it put it back there. We got them. We put got them. Back. Back. Okay. They're they're everybody else. Oh. They're, it's the okay. San Francisco 49ers right now for several reasons. Number one. Y'all realize they've been winning without, like, Debo Samuel, all-pro Debo, 1,600-yard Debo. Y'all realize Christian McCaffrey has been busy since he's been in San Fran. Yeah, man. George Kittle is starting to get busy. Brandon Ayuk is a number one receiver on any other team. And I haven't even mentioned the defense yet. Like, I won't talk about Fred Warner. What? I won't talk about Bosa and his 17-and-a-half sacks. Won't talk about Greenlaw. Won't talk about Hufunga. Won't talk about Jimmy Ward now that he's back to nickelback. Won't even talk about Tayshawn Gibson, 10-year safety in the back end. I won't talk about any of that. <laughs> I'm just going to talk about the fact that the Niners have won nine consecutive games with a backup, backup quarterback. I'm just going to talk about the fact that the Niners have beaten everybody and they mama in these last two and a half months. So, for me, it is the Niners and then it is everybody else. But, Joy, is the Niners the NFC? Is the NFC the 49ers to lose? I mean, I feel like you did talk about all of them. You, you mentioned all you of mentioned them. You yeah. mentioned all of them. Yeah. Did I? Yeah. I, I did. Sorry about Listen, that. The Niners are like that. Like that, like that. They are like that. Like that. But it's literally not their NFC to lose. Mm. Like, literally not. Because despite all that, they're still not at the top of the NFC. Yet. Yet. But we're asking the question today, and as of today, it's not in their hands to lose. It's not up to them to lose it. Mm. So as much as they are like that, and they are like that, and I'm terrified to see what they do in the postseason, <laughs> it ain't their postseason to control. It's just not. Those are the numbers. I didn't make them up. I don't make the rules. That's just what it says. That's what happens. That's, why you, put, that's why you play a full season. I can't see. What is that? It says that the Eagles, Eagles have the top. best record. Oh, okay. Now, look, that might change this weekend, but today is Wednesday. I don't know. What is it? The sixth? What is it? Saturday, right? The fourth. 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 I'm skipping days. <laughs> right now, it's not theirs to lose. So they, they can't say that because it's not in their control. Because you play a full season, and the Eagles have played a full season, and the Eagles had such a large gap between them and everybody else in the NFL, mm -hmm. that even though they have slipped the past few weeks, everyone else still hasn't caught up, and it's still up to the Eagles. It's the Eagles-NFC to lose. That's right. Are okay. the Eagles better than the Niners right now in your mind? If Jalen Hurts isn't out there, no. If, if Jalen Hurts is out there. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I got I to gotta give the edge to the better quarterback. I always do. That's Way just, better quarterback. That's just I – mean, that's what it boils down to. And 
Look, I, I, the Niners are great. I'm not – I don't want to disrespect you can't the Niners. You can't. can't. They're you nice. Can't. They are nice. I like that. They're really good. I absolutely think they could make a run of the Super Bowl. But, like, what's the topic? Is the NFC the 49ers <laughs> to lose? Come on. That's like what – that's what we say about like an undefeated team or or Patrick Mahomes. But in the last two months, they they are undefeated. What matters right now? Week one or week nine, ten, eleven? Well, is it the regular season or is still, it the playoffs? Week one still matters because it's the regular season and it's not in their hands. But what shapes your opinion about greatness right now? Like that's where I'm reality. at. Like, and the reality is the last two months, the Niners have been like. Yeah, but if the Eagles get a win this weekend, it still ain't. The Niners NFC, because that's how Again, the whole season went. Where do you put Brock Purdy in the hierarchy of NFL, or excuse me, NFC, NFC quarterbacks. quarterbacks? Where? Fourth. Fourth? Yeah. That that matters to me. And I'm not saying that it definitely Wait, who, 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 will who sink the, the 49ers. I just want to know. Yeah, if you, you're going to derail this. I just want to know. Shady's deck radar is up right now. I just want to know who are the three dots. This is for TV. For TV purposes. A healthy hurts. Aaron Rodgers, oh, and Dak Prescott, based upon talent and team. That is, oh, Dak, that oh, is so, a rational take. Okay, Brady, so no Brady, no, take. no. Okay. You're putting Aaron Rodgers over Tom Brady, like right now, this week, today. Yeah. yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. This isn't what I was trying okay. to do. No, I, 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 just want, I just want to know. I just want to know. The point is, the Niners are amazing. Brock Purdy has also been amazing. I can't, in good conscience, just assume that the last pick in the draft as a rookie is that good that I'm just like, yeah, it's the Niners to lose. Like, when you're talking about Jalen Hurts is going to be healthy by the time the playoffs start. Yep. I feel confident saying that. So he'll be back. You have Aaron Rodgers looking like he'll make the playoffs, or at least it's possible. Tom Brady's already in the playoffs. Dak is in the playoffs. Kirk Cousins is having arguably the best season of his career. He's in the playoffs. That's a lot. That's a lot that can go wrong when you're asking Mr. Irrelevant to start as many as four playoff games, if you include the Super Bowl. That's fair. Two, five. I, I, that's the Eagles for me. It's the easy one. But I, I will say this. I, Purdy, I love his swag. He's a hell of a player. Like, even on that scheme where you can almost put any quarterback there, Sh Shanahan has shown you that. We're going to run up a run up play solid defense. Last game against the Raiders, he showed me, like, whoa, this kid can play. Mm -hmm. Even, like, like, escaping out of the pocket, you know, getting rushed, making plays with his arm and his feet. So, I, I love his game. But it's the Eagles. Like, our, our team – Personnel-wise, it's better than, than the 49ers. It can't be anymore. I used to believe that, I'm, but it I'm, can't be. Listen, I'm going to say it again, right? Our, 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 our team, right, from head to toe, from top to bottom, we're better. That's objectively we're better. wrong. Why? Oh, is, it, is it the team or is it Kyle Shanahan but, 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 and Nick Sirianni? But, but, but hold on, though. Like, like, so I, I won't go to player for player. We don't have time for that, or do we? But, <laughs> but I'm going to say, if we look at the offensive defense, right, I think they're, they're both really good teams. If that – I just you – go, you go with the better quarterback. Sure. Right? You go who's better on offense. Sure. Normally, when, yep. when, when, my, when my guys there, our MVPs there, Jalen Hurts, our numbers show it. Here's the thing, though, Joy, because this is a fascinating question that Shady asked that you uh, co-signed on. If the Eagles team was better than the Niners team, and I used to think they were neck and neck. Dave, you would agree with me on this, and we had these conversations on the show. The Eagles would not have lost to the Saints if their teams were actually comparable because they're both on backup quarterbacks. The Niners are on a third-stream quarterback. Joy, go ahead, please. That's why I asked, is it Nick Sirianni or Kyle Shanahan? Because Kyle Shanahan has done this with all types of different players. That's a great question, but if I'm not all type of but if I'm not crazy, it was three or four days ago that we said Nick Sirianni might be coach of the year. So yeah, if Nick Sirianni's coach he's, of the he's, year. He's done an amazing job this year, but that don't mean he's Kyle Shanahan. 
But if he's coach of the year, then he should be in that conversation. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Like, like the Cleveland Browns won, won Coach of the Year a few years Kevin ago. Kevin Stefanski. Yeah, Kevin Stefanski. Jason Garrett won yeah. it, too. Yeah, so, you know, there's levels to this. But and I don't, want, I don't want to disrespect Nick Sirianni because I think he's done an incredible job there. But to say that he's on the level of Kyle Shanahan is just, just not factual. Like, but, we've seen look, Kyle think, Shanahan do this, this formula before. If he is... As if you're coach of the, if you're anything of the year, most valuable player, which you're arguing Jalen Hurts is, coach of the year, if you're anything of the year, then you are doing your job as great, if not greater, than anybody else doing your job this year. I, I just think the difference is, I, I think with Gardner Minshew, who has been a starter, who's played, who's had some really good games, even against the Cowboys, I didn't think he played well, but he played well enough to win, mm -hmm. right, other than the turnovers. I feel like we, we gave him too much space to play. We gave him too much room of the offense. When, when Cooper Rush was in there starting, the playbook was, was, was minimized. It was smaller. I feel like with Gardner Mitchell, we went out with him. Oh, he threw for 300 yards at the Cowboys. We lost the game by, what, six points? Let him play. He's been a starter compared to the Niners, even with this young rookie quarterback, even all their quarterbacks. They minimize the playbook for the quarterback. And I think that's what you should do. You should minimize the playbook for the quarterback and let your running game happen because we had a good running game. Let your defense go out there and play. That's what the Niners have done. That's what we didn't do as the Eagles. Let's, let's not just look at the Eagles' last two games, because I think that is unfair. Oh, no, 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 no. That's where the losses came from. Before I'm, I'm saying I want to ignore For the sake of the oh, Eagles, okay. I want to ignore that. I want to oh, ignore that. If you do that, then we're better team. Like, I want to ignore that. We're way better team. But here's them. my thing. But are you? Are we? Are they? Think about the last eight weeks. The Eagles beat the Colts by one, and it was a win. The Eagles lost to the Commanders. The Eagles struggled versus the Texans, but did, in fact, win. The Eagles beat the Titans 35-10, to 10, but as we know about the Tennessee Titans, they're not great right now. Eagles beat the Packers by seven, then the Eagles lost, and the Eagles lost. These are the last eight so weeks. You, 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 you want to do this? Let's do this. If we want to take the, the Wait, let, 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 him, let him finish. Let him finish. I no. got some for him. All right, take the losses out. What have the Niners done in the last nine weeks? Went into overtime with the Raiders. Gave up 500 yards to a guy making his first start. Ooh, they beat the Dolphins 33-17. They beat the Bucks 35 to 7. They beat the Commanders 37-20. They beat the Seahawks 21-13. They did go into overtime with Jared Stidham 37-34. Like, if you look at the last two months, the teams haven't been to comparable. But you but you say you was taking the Eagles losses out. Take them out. That you still have a one-point win over the Colts. Sure. You have a go ahead. How many winning teams have you guys beat? How many winning teams have the Niners beat? Yeah. Don't, don't do you guys say <laughs> I, I no, because you, you ride them too hard. It's pissing me off. We're going to get you some No, no, answer, answer that question for America. America, we ask him a question, America. They is, I ask him a question, America. He don't know. They Can I tell you? Three playoffs. One. One. One winning, one, one winning team. Look, look at it. You got the, you got the, the, the laptop. It worked. You got batteries. Person is charged. Three playoff or playoff potential teams this weekend in the last five weeks. Win winning teams. Three. Winning, te winning teams. Just the Chargers. That's it. Three. That's it. How many winning teams they beat? The Bucs just got over. They just barely got the five on it. Then we have – you have to talk about – No, they I'm going to – How many teams, teams would be winning teams if they wouldn't have played them? Because the Bucs would be a winning team if they didn't play them. No, 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 no. The Bucs are 8 We're doing way too much mental gymnastics We're right now. We're so in We can in talk about what, right what, ab what absolutely happens. The Niners are a great team, first of all. Everyone on this table agrees with that. No, they're, they're a good agree. team. And no, I agree they're, they're good. They're, they're, they're a great they team. They are a great team. They're great. They're, they're better they than the Eagles How are they great? When they, play, when they play another super good team like they were, they got blown out. Chiefs, did y'all forget? Did y'all forget? No, I didn't forget. As just great as this defense is, how great this defense is, how great this quarterback is, when they played another good team, realize. time out, they played another good team, they got blown out the what? gym. The Eagles lost to the Commanders. Yo, all the money went to the Niners. Vegas had a field day. The Commanders, the Eagles lost. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You just said how great they was, right? They're a great team. Okay, so when, we, when, we, when I'm breaking down other good teams that they played, 
first of all, the Korean, they just got eliminated from the playoffs. They was on that, they was on that run. They lost three in a row to get out of it. Okay. So all the other winning teams they played, they lost. The, the 49ers played the um, Chiefs, blown out. They played the Chargers and they won. See, that was in October. I'm just keeping it I'm just talking about winning teams. That's all we're talking about. Winning teams. You, I, you can't, the main, I can't wait for the You playoffs. the main person that tells me all the time, is the, are, are the Eagles bouncers who they play, who they beat? So when I ask you the same question, you start smiling, looking at you, smiling all the time. You smiling, I don't want to answer it. He keeps like, he smiling, like, he's smiling again. We need answers on America. We need answers. We don't need no smiling or no laughing. We need answers. I will answer this when we come back from break. The Eagles have lost back-to-back games for the first time this season, but they're out there dancing, so that's a good sign. Jalen Hurts, he's back at practice today. It was a walkthrough, but Gardner Minshew has been starting the last two weeks. It did not look good during that two-week span. But if Hurts is back against the Giants, all bodes well for the Eagles. Bring us on, Cam, because we've got to have this discussion. LaShawn McCoy, do you expect the Eagles to get back on track this weekend? Uh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And the reason why is because Jalen Hurts is coming back, right? You're confirming that because the Eagles have not. LaShawn McCoy's close source says that Jalen Hurts is coming back against the uh, Giants. Well done. Right? You, so, yeah. You're I, natural at that. Yeah, thank you, thank you, that. man. I always want to say that. Um, I think if we get Jalen back, you know, because we, we got to win this game. This is an important game. People keep saying, oh, we got to save him. No, we don't have to save him. This is as healthy he's going to get. It's the end of the season. Guys are all banged up. Yeah. But you know the, 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 the goal at the end of the year. It's a, it's a championship, and we can get that. This is the best team in the last, what, five years, right? Since yeah, the championship team. And I got to say it. I think this team might be better than the championship team. So, yeah, if we want to run this thing back on Broad Street, parties, uh, uh, partying hard on Broad Street, the championship, we, we got to play Jalen Hurts, get this number one seed, uh, one extra game we don't have to play in the playoffs, right? Everybody get rested up, get Lane Johnson back. We get, we get Garner back. He, he's banged up. Yeah. Come on. I think the Eagles get back. Tom. I think they get back on track. I'm with you on that. I think they get back on track with or without Jalen Hurts because of what Jason Kelsey said. Like, Jason Kelsey after the game saying, quote, I could give two bleeps about seeding or clinching right now. We got a lot of things to get fixed. You know Jason Kelsey I know well. him very he well. He's your center for and he And if we got that bye, he's going to enjoy it. I know, I know him very well. Yeah, he's going to enjoy that joy. I think that regardless of who the Eagles play at quarterback, if the team is locked in like I believe they are, the Eagles are competent and capable of whooping the New York Giants, whoever they roll out there, because the Eagles better be good enough to beat the Giants. And Jason Kelsey, if he's focused, I think everybody will be focused. Wait. That's where I'm at. The Giants are, have clinched in the postseason. Ain't no bums. At all. They might not be playing. And they Very fight. Very well coached. And they yes, fight. Yes, they might they not might be playing not. good players. They might not, but those yeah, guys are NFL. playing for something, it's, too. It's the NFL, for sure. They put a little just a sprinkle of respect on what the Giants have done this year. Just a little. They deserve you know, it. Not against the Eagles. Eagles are even on 26. They Healthy with Jalen Hurts, who is the most valuable player on this team who runs that offense, and they don't look even close to the same. I'm not giving you a pat. I'm not saying you played well in a game where you turn the ball over three times and four times as an offense. It was not a good game. I, I take the brunt of this, People I keep saying like, it irritates and me. And I'm just Turning the ball over four times yeah. is not a good game. That's not a good game. I don't care how many yards you threw for. You lost. If you did that and you won, okay, cool. You can overcome anything. But you didn't. You lost and turned the ball over four times. And the Saints game was a disaster offensively. So, yes, can they do it this weekend? I believe they can. But they need Jalen Hurts. 
So if they care about getting this by, which I would agree that Jason Kelsey doesn't care about getting this by, I think the players know they're in the playoffs either way and want to get through this healthy because everyone knows that's the most important thing. But it does help to have some rest for guys that clearly need to be as healthy as they possibly can and to play one less game in the playoffs. Now, I think they'll get it done, but I'm not going to go out here and just act like a Giants and might be coach of the year in Brian Dable. They clinched already. They're actually chilling. They're chilling so much, they might not even play their starters because it doesn't matter seating-wise for them at this point. Yeah, and that's, I mean, I think the Giants have a ceiling. Like, they have a ceiling in terms of what they can accomplish. It's a wonderful story. But, like, this isn't a team that anybody outside of northern New Jersey is picking to go further than, like, the wild card round, right? I mean, nobody really sure, I would but it's not. That. it's not like – it's outrageous to think they could win this game this weekend. Sure, it's not outrageous, but what I was going to say is, I, I say this all the time, like, people are prisoners of the moment. You know, it's been a while since Jalen Hurts got hurt. He struggled in the game that he got hurt in, be, partially because of the injury. You don't win 13 games with smoke and mirrors in dominant fashion. Like, they've got an amazing thing. Thank you, thank you, Dave. I, I try to tell you all the time, I'm like, I'm not a hater. I, whoa, whoa. I'll tell it like it is. Whoa. And the Eagles are a great team. They're going to win this game. I think they could do it without Jalen Hurts, but why risk it if he's healthy enough to play? Go win this game. All right, Dave, if you're not a hater, wave the flag if you're not a hater. If you're not a hater, come on. No, come on, give see, it to him, Joe. If you're not a hater, to know if you're not a hater, that lives forever. No, if you're not a hater, no, you won't even wave the flag. You, I won't wave the flag. All right, let me you get it back because he's a hater. The internet lives forever. No, you won't way. Even, will you hold the flag? Absolutely not. You won't hold it. I, I got a reputation a hater. to uphold. You're Come being a hater. See, see no. you are a hater. Well, are hater. This will be our, – our wonderful social people will have this as a gif five seconds after it happens. Absolutely not. I'm not going to lie. I was see? almost nervous. They're filming to... this right now. <laughs> They're filming it right yeah, now. There's also, no we're chance. We're also on live television, which is an easier way to get it. <laughs> I was nervous having him on the herd. I was like, I'm going to hurt your rep with Cowboys fans. Cowboys fans don't like me very much. Uh, <laughs> look, we can worry about the Cowboys later. Right now it's hater. about the Eagles – I think that they're going to be fine. It reminds me, honestly, in 2009, the New Orleans Saints started 13-0. They lost their final three games. Sky was falling. Building was on fire. It was terrible. And then they got the bye week, and they ran through the playoffs. Yeah. The Eagles are a good team. They will get through this. They will find a way to win this game. It'll probably be really easy if Jalen Hurts is on the field. As long as you know. As long as you know. I <laughs> always do, buddy. <laughs> Well, coming up, Kayvon Thibodeau, star defensive player for the New York Giants, was called out for doing a snow angel while Nick Foles, Colts quarterback, lay on the ground hurt. Colts head coach Jeff Saturday had a statement, and Kayvon Thibodeau had a wild response. You got to hear that next on Speed. Giants defensive end Kayvon Thibodeau got a lot of negative press when he was doing snow angels last week while Nick Foles, as you can see, lay on the ground injured. Colts head coach Jeff Saturday called it trash. Kayvon Thibodeau had to respond to the zone. The other team's coach had a problem with it. He's the guy who played the game. The other team's players I don't know, I don't had know who a problem he is. with it. No, I just don't know who, like, anybody who comments on it, unless I know who they are, doesn't really affect me. That's it. Jeff, Saturday, one of the greatest Colts offensive linemen in their history, also happens to be the head coach. But Kayvon Thibodeau doesn't know who he is. Joy, thoughts? Uh, I, I think he knows who he is. <laughs> I think he does know who he is. I mean, it's – he took it a little too far. You, you, you was on the ground for quite some time. He was. He was. He, he kind of, like, looked over at Nick, too, at one point, didn't he? I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. That was trash. And then he started doing this, like, good night. You don't know how bad Nick Foles could have been hurt. Yeah. Right. But I'm more mad. Well, I'm mad at that, too, because that was trashy. But where was the lineman at? 
Where, where's this office lineman? Quentin Nelson? All that money they paid you? You let somebody do that to your quarterback? Yep. That's, I don't like yeah. stuff like that. That Jeff, gets me hot. Jeff Saturday, Jeff Saturday former Saturday offensive lineman. Do like uh, Jason that. Peters? Ain't letting that happen. Ah. Yeah. Bowls getting thrown. You got to protect your quarterback. Against? You the quarterback, I protect you. Would you? <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. It might need to be a little faster than that, Shady. That's it for us.